This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Bournemouth 2, Wrexham 3. What a time to be alive. Oh my word. Oh my goodness me. That was great fun. It's not the first time we've done it this season. Tell you what, see what you like about this team. It's got guts. Um, <laughs> Wrexham 2-0 down at the break and looking poor and then winning it by the end. And again, just like at Weymouth, it was Hall Johnson who got the winner. Although Hall Johnson this time got two to add to the one he scored against Boreham was in the first match of the season. He's not done badly from wing back, has he now? Wrexham, beg your pardon, that's a burp then. It's shocking, sorry. I just had some fizzy water. That's my excuse. Wrexham made one change on the side that hammered Yeovil last Saturday. Jay Harris was injured, of course, so Paul Rutherford came in to replace him. And in the first half, well, it was a sort of tight affair. And to be honest, we didn't impose ourselves on the match. I wouldn't say Borenwood did much better, in all honesty. It was pretty level. But they had a couple of little elements that were helping them out more. Uh, midfield, typically, Kieran Murta was impressive. He's a very good midfielder. Um, he was also a big unit, and his physicality helped him to get the better of Luke Young in a few physical challenges. Murta was just able to create a few half chances with his probing forwards. And then, of course, they've also got Kabongo Chamanga, second top scorer in the division, and he's very, very sharp. Wrexham were just not quite getting close enough, just weren't quite winning their challenges and had a bit of a problem on the right hand side ironically with the match winner uh, Reese Hall Johnson was getting run at by Ilisanmi the left wing back of Bournemouth Woods and Ilisanmi had the beating of him which caused problems for us which I'll get to in a moment but yeah so the first half followed that pattern Bournemouth playing the same system as us, matching us up although they normally play like that unlike Yeovil who changed their formation last Saturday to match us and paid the price and yeah we were second best there weren't that many chances mind the first one came just before the quarter hour mark and it was something which would give us a warning for what would happen later murder with a nice little ball down the right channel and chimango drilling a shot across lanes and then just wide of the far post but we had the next opportunity green who did really well uh running the, through the middle it seemed he'd overrun it but he did ever so well to keep going and then back heel acutely to davis in the box 15 yards out he looked to drill it in and it was a good block in the penalty area for a shot which looked on target then it was down the other end smith having a powerful shot which Kelleher did well to block but it was just a temporary reprieve because moments later we were behind the other sandy had already beaten hall johnson around the back once and Hall Johnson really should have been booked for fouling him just outside the area. On this occasion, Elisanby again ran at an exposed Hall Johnson, beat him and pulled the ball back. And it was the right wing back Smith who had started the move, who had followed his, his pass into the box, who drilled it powerfully home to give Boreham Wood the lead. There was little to report for the next 20 minutes or so. Wrexham's midfield definitely missed Harris. They missed that strong person on the ball to really try to tighten things up and, frankly, make it harder to get through the middle of us. Luke Young, playing in a deeper role than normal, struggled a bit to really control the tempo of the match. And we weren't getting a great deal forward to the strikers. Long balls forward to Armatayo weren't really getting very far. And although we looked decent when we got the ball to Jordan Davis's feet, 
that did feel like it. Davis and Green felt like the only really effective players going forwards. We did have one moment when a nice pass to Angus allowed him to break down the left. He did really well to get around the back of the defence. And he had two players in the middle to aim at, Amatayo and Hall Johnson, who kept up with him. He drove the ball in, and the keeper Ashmore did well at his near post to hold on to the cross low down. Good piece of work. He was nearly caught out of three minutes before the break, though. Wrexham with a free kick about 25 yards out, right of centre. Looked outside shooting range, and Bournemouth would set themselves up to defend across. Ashmore's position certainly was set up to try and come and claim across, and Jordan Davis, full of confidence as he is, decided he'd try something cute and tried a shot at towards the unguarded side of the goal. It went narrowly wide of the right post of Ashmore, having no chance to get back across. But Wrexham had finished the half catastrophically. They had a warning shot in the 44th minute. Murter, again prompting, feeding Whiteley, who cut inside and hit a curling shot from the edge of the area with his right foot, which was never coming back in in time. But then a minute later... That warning in the 14th minute when Murta had teed up Shimanga down the right channel had gone unheeded. He did it again, a neat little pass. Shimanga backing into Vassell, who maybe shouldn't have let him turn. And from a tight angle, he drilled a powerful shot under the hands of Leighton and into uh, to the far corner to make it 2-0. Leighton may have been a little disappointed to have let her in from such an angle. To be fair, Wrexham looked stung and in added time did look very busy. They had an opportunity as well just before the break. Jordan Davis was another good run. Hall Johnson driving across into the goal mouth, nobody able to get a touch on it, and it flew across to safety. And Dean Keats decided enough was enough. He clearly used his half-time period well and made a couple of key changes. Rather than hang around, Omatayo and Rutherford were off, and in their places came Dan Jarvis and Jordan Ponticelli, who would be instrumental in turning this match around. Wrexham immediately were on the front foot and would dominate most of the second half. Shortly after the restart, Hall Johnson launching a rather hopeful ball forwards, but it bounced awkwardly into the box. Ponticelli did ever so well to chase it, get there ahead of a centre-back and hook a hopeful ball back in. He had no chance to really pick anybody out, but he kept the ball alive. Green attacking it at the far post got up pretty well, but he couldn't get on top of his header and it looped up in the air for Ashmore to claim. Then... Wrexham putting a ball into the penalty area, which caused a bit of confusion amongst the around the penalty spot. The ball came out to Young just outside the box in the D. He clearly seemed to be fouled by Mafuta. The referee didn't give anything, but the ball ricocheted to Ponticelli, who span, and it's an excellent shot, which just missed the top right corner. Then it was Jarvis's turn. Jarvis is looking lively down the left, combining beautifully with Green. On this occasion, he drew a man to him, fed it to Green on the overlap, who hit the goal line, pulled it back in for Hall Johnson, who from 10 yards out hit it first time and put it narrowly wide at the left post. So similar to the first goal of Borenwood scored at the left wing back, hitting the right wing back. But Jarvis and Ponticelli were making a difference. Ponticelli was very lively up front and really engaging with the centre-backs. Not physically strong enough to actually really trouble them, but he was still giving them problems and he was chasing everything. Jarvis was looking dangerous on the left-hand side of the central midfield, was coming across and working really well with Green, who again looked very accomplished indeed, breaking up and down that left-hand side. Davis was looking threatening. Young was starting to get into the game a bit more. Hall Johnson, ironically, not so much. But Wrexham was starting to get at Bournemouth. And with an hour gone, 
they got that crucial first goal to pull them back into the game. Jordan Davis again doing ever so well, breaking down the left-hand side, pulling it back and around the penalty spot. Hall Johnson attacking, getting finishing well. Wrexham looked to be back in the match. But then, strangely, came a lull. For the next 15 minutes, frankly, Boreham Woods had slightly the better of it. Their midfield just started to get a bit more control. They just started to feed Shimanga, who'd been very isolated up to that point in the first, the second half, a bit more regularly. Got widely closer to him. And it looked like maybe all that momentum was going to run out. Wrexham had the odd spasm driving the ball forwards and trying to feed the strikers. But yeah, the game just started to, to die out. Boreham Woods, who had been wasting time spectacularly in the first 15 minutes of the second half, suddenly finding that by being a little bit more purposeful and looking to control the ball, they had a better chance of holding on to their lead. But that changed in the 75th minute. Tom Champion had already been booked in the first half. And then in the second half, well... He lunged in, clattered through the back of Ponticelli. I've got to say, I thought then, second yellow. But the ball dropped loose. The ref didn't give the foul. I wonder if in his mind he was thinking, I don't like giving a second yellow. I'll just pretend it wasn't a foul. But while he was still on the ground, he swung round and went studs up in on Young. The ref had no option now. Showed the second yellow. The level of complaints Bournemouth showed at the time and after the final whistle was a little bemusing because it looked like a pretty open and shut case to, to give him that second yellow. And Borenwood were down to 10 men. To be fair, in the minutes before that, Wrexham had shown signs they were going to rouse themselves and make a grandstand finish. But now against 10 men, they were certainly looking to do so. From the free kick, in fact, Young swept the ball in and Hall Johnson met it with a great far post header. A great save by Ashton who managed to get his right arm up and push the ball away for a corner. That led to problems as well. Borough seemed to have dealt with it but an amazing mishit on the left side of their penalty area sent a dangerous ball careering into the goal mouth which they managed to get to first and clear. A couple of minutes later again there was a great opportunity squandered by Dior Angus. A breakaway opportunity, Angus breaking through the middle, Ponticelli making a superb run and a simple pass would have slid him in one-on-one -on -one with the keeper. But Angus, for some reason, decided to use him as a decoy, ran into trouble, and then lashed a 25-yard shot a long way over the bar to the massive frustration of the substitute, Ponticelli. And then we started to run out of momentum. Bournemouth had switched back to four at the back. Their midfield was sitting deep right in front of them, and they had Chimanga on his own up front. They couldn't hold on to the ball at all, but Wrexham are finding it really difficult to get through that two banks of four defensive wall system they had on the edge of the area. They were defending deep and Wrexham had nowhere to go. The ball regularly was falling to the centre-backs, Vassell in particular bringing it forwards and normally I'd say Vassell's very good on the ball for a centre-back. He wasn't on this occasion, he struggled a bit to use it. Wrexham really needed to get the ball out as much as possible to Green and to Jarvis on the left. That was where the problems were happening. They were sort of allowing Wrexham to have the flanks and to put, so they could defend the area with two narrow banks of four. And those two were combining well to use the extra man and get round the sides. But too often Wrexham spurned it with poor balls through the middle. And you started to think that maybe it just wasn't going to be. Jordan Davis had an opportunity when Rhysol Johnson took on of the Sandme, pretty much the first time he did so and pulled back well, but Davis in 25 yards couldn't keep his shot down and time was running out. But then the magic happened. In the 87th minute, Hall Johnson 
sweeping in across at the far post. Ponticelli peeling off his marker, Smith, and meeting the ball with a brilliant controlled header. It arrived quite high at the far post, about eight yards out. He stretched it brilliantly to get on top of it and steer it back to where it came from and passed Ashmore for a tremendous equaliser. Wrexham really started to go for it now. And in the 90th minute, Jarvis getting around the back of the defence, sweeping in a great cross at the far post. Jarvis, uh, sorry, beg your pardon, Hall Johnson, hurling himself at it and making contact with a wonderful header which went in and Wrexham had the win. There was a, just a slight moment of nervousness. Boreham Wood at 2-all because their outside chances of the playoffs really hinged on them getting a win. Sent on Stevens, a massive unit of a centre-back up front in an attempt to get back into the game and straight after Wrexham's winner, Boreham Wood came forwards and looked dangerous but it was time for Sean Pearson who intervened with two excellent tackles on the edge of the area and then when the ball was swung in for Stevens, Pearson wasn't in a position to stop him getting his head to it first but he leapt aggressively with him and into him and forced him to head it a long way off target and Wrexham then closed the game off comfortably. A superb win which puts us in a wonderful position at the table. Looking at the performances, Linton might be a little disappointed with the second goal but you can't really point the finger too much at him. And he had no chance with the first, and frankly, had very little else to do. Across the back, I thought the centre-backs defended well. Maybe could have used the ball better, but uh, Kelleher was very dominant in the second, the first half when Wrexham were under pressure. Vassell had a couple of edgy moments, and I think he'll be disappointed to let Shemanga turn him. Um, and Pearson, well, Pearson, again, defended the penalty area extremely well, as he does. The wing-backs, well, I think Green's man of the match just about. He was consistently dangerous going forwards, including in the first half. Did ever so well. Was threatening. When he comes inside as well, he just causes issues. And his combination play with Jarvis in particular was excellent. On the right-hand side, I mean, look, Hall Johnson's the match winner. And a hero. Absolutely. He scored two goals and had an assist on the other. Phenomenal day out. It's got to be said, defensively struggled a little in the first half. And he actually, ironically, didn't get forwards as prominently as Green did but then maybe that's why he's got on getting on the end of things because Green is the one carrying it forwards and Hall Johnson's able to arrive a little bit later but I do love the extent to which our wing-backs in this system including when record plays are able to attack that goal mouth and Hall Johnson twice did that and got the reward so although defensively he had a few issues a great match-winning performance in midfield well, Rutherford was hooked at half-time, and understandably so. I love Paul Rutherford, but he struggled to get a foothold in a game in which our midfield didn't get much of a grip in the first half. Um, alongside him, Young was less effective than normal, I think, because he had to be a bit deeper in the absence of Jay Harris. And Jordan Davis was our best midfielder in the first half, continued to look threatening in the second as well. Davis didn't manage to get off a pro proper chance at goal as such. Um, but was creative and enjoyed linking with Jarvis and Green. So good performance by him. And then up front again, Amatai was hooked. Um, battled away, gamely enough, but just couldn't really make much impact. And alongside him, Angus, I thought was lively in the first half. Not much in the second half. And did have that poor decision when he shot over when he could have slid Ponticelli in. But still put in a decent shift. And like I said, still to be counted when we were playing poorly. Off the bench, Jarvis and Ponticelli made a big difference. Jarvis was lively, drifting around, inter intervening with Green and putting the assist for the winner. And it was good to see that. Good to see Jarvis impacting the match. 
and Ponticelli, I thought, well, from the very start, was really putting himself about, was really working the centre-backs, let them know they were in a game, and what a finish. Brilliant stuff. You know what? I enjoyed that. More, please. With the final score of Borewood 2, Wrexham 3, I'm Mark Griffiths from the Wrexham AFC media team. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.